Hey, we're back here with Feels Like Weezer, and we're going song by song, track by track, through all of Weezer's catalog, discography, what have you. And I am Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute. And I'm Zach Frankensmith. You can follow me on Twitter, at The Informal Log. And to my left is... Condra from The Amateur Nerds. I'm back again. Welcome back, buddy. Thanks. You- you might you might now have the all time highest number of guest appearances list. Yes, a- about four, I think. <laughs> four, uh, yeah. Well, How many did you do in Pinkerton? One. No, One? I'm only oh. at three, I think. Yeah, you're at three. Uh, Tyler's also at three, though. So oh, you're good. Tied. Okay, I'm tied good. now. now you've tied. Okay, yeah. I feel better now. That's what it is. Uh, we're <laughs> most comp- importantly, we're in comp- <laughs> constant competition because we're siblings. So we like you better for song number eight on the green album because yeah. i actually like the green album unlike tyler yeah he explicitly said he did not want to be on the green album so uh, and like uh, zach was saying uh, this number number track number eight of the green album uh, simple pages Yeah. What did you think of Simple Pages? Okay, so I had said when we did Hashpipe that that's my favorite song in the album. Then we did Island in the Sun, and I'm like, no, I think this is this is my favorite. And I think we decided it was just a little bit under Hashpipe. This song is my like I, I I think I can definitively say that this is my favorite song on the album. Um, so Condra, you got the high and the low here. Um, I would probably put Crab is the low on that album, which I was not on, so. <laughs> Crab is just a step up from Knockdown Drag Out, but Simple Pages is really, so really good. good. I love this song. It, it is a fantastic song. Uh, just the the lyrics are great and how just the, the mute and like how he uses the music, you know, kind of like how, how we did with Knockdown Drag Out, but um this actually has substance to it, as opposed to Knockdown Drag Out. Um, oh, you're one of the substance-liking guys, huh? I know. Yeah, no, I, I, I really like songs with substance. I feel like it needs that. Whereas Knockdown Drag Out didn't, and Crab didn't, and most of the other songs in this album don't. Uh, but this one, this one's really good. I really like this one, and we'll get more into it uh, once we get into it. So, uh, Contra, what do you think? I really like this song. Um, it's so catchy, and this is, like, a full bop, where I said, um, Knockdown Dragon mm-hmm. was a half bop. This is, like, full bop. Um, it just, it's very happy. <laughs> it is. I just, I, it is. I have a good time listening to it. I will, like, seek it out. It's just, it's fun. hmm Which, for mid-album Weezer, if you're getting, like, an actual fun song, that's a plus. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Um, and a rarity. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so kind of comparing to the Blue Album, I mean, this is more on the Buddy Holly side of things. 
Would, would, yeah. would, that, would you have that kind of yeah. take on it, you think? I would say so. Yeah. yeah. You know, just how, just the the upbeat tone. I mean, it is, it's really, it is really catchy. It's really, really catchy. And, uh, you know, I just like it. I just like it, okay? God. Just let me like it, Eric. Eric, do you not like it? You're like, Eric, well, it's calm not that down. I don't like it. You know, I'm definitely not going to go rating it as low as. But it, but it, it it really didn't it didn't grab me quite the same way that these couple that I have liked recently that you're definitely Zach you aren't aren't as into. That's for sure. I'm I'm not going that low, but. Uh, Contra, he liked crab. Sure. Yeah, I do. I do like crab, and I like I mean, knockdown drag out. I like Knockdown Drag Out. Crab is fine. It's probably my low song on the album, but like it's fine. Yeah. Oh, I I Eric, sorry, I forgot to make this joke when we did the episode. Uh Crab, you should really turn that B upside down and call it crap. <laughs> wow. Is that good? Did mm. Should I edit that out? I... Oh, I'm gonna keep it in. Um <laughs> People need to know my great humor. So, uh, so you're you're kind of middle of the road with this one. Yeah, a little more of a middle of the road. I mean, I, you know, it's still it's still that power pop stuff is still there, mm-hmm. and I, I do enjoy that. It's just um, like uh, the, the you know, like I mentioned last uh, last time we had Condra on with uh, Knockdown Dragout, the bridge really caught my ear. On this mm-hmm. one, the bridge kind of annoys me a little bit. Even that baby at the end can't quite save it for me. It, it almost does a little something, yeah, for that lyric, lyric wise especially. But um, yeah, but musically I, too. I, I want something more special about that bridge to happen, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. It's too, a little too straight. I wouldn't particularly say this is like a special song though. Right. It's very like if you were to have like you were to play all of the Weezer songs to a, like an Android kind of an AI. And like mm-hmm. them to write a song, I feel like it would sound kind of like this. It's like textbook Weezer, but it's it distills fun. Weezer into an essence. And as much as I do like this song, I do have to say the solo is not good. And I think that is that is where the AI will have the most issues is getting a, you know a solo because I don't think I don't think this is a good Weezer solo because it's just the it's just the verse you know. Uh, Solo as verse is yeah. how, but that, but that's the most yeah for the album right that's that's for this album for sure like it okay so in this AI that we're working on Contra yeah uh, if we tell it to do album by album I think this will be a good green album distillation yeah and I think everything except for the solo would be a good overall Weezer. Sans Pinkerton distillation. Thoughts? I might also go Sans White Album, but what are you yeah. gonna say about the White Album? I love the White Album, but oh god, no, my, I thought we were gonna have an argument. I love the White Album, but I feel it's more on a Pinkerton vibe mm-hmm. than like quote unquote traditional Weezer. Right. Uh, I would feel for me. I'd also take out everything will be alright in the end because yeah. I feel like that is so far out as something different. <laughs> Um, is that Weezer? It's the best Weezer. It's like top tier Weezer. It's it's like a good Pinkerton is what I is. I think that's why I like it so much. It's what Pinkerton should have been. You know, you've got the same. 
we're not going to talk about it right now. No. We're not going to talk about it right now, because we're going to talk about it in a few years. I'm I'll very be back excited for, ev- for it. I-, I can be back for everything will be all right in the end. I love that album. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's so, so good. It is. Tyler it, won't, but I will. He Uh-oh. he doesn't like it? No. I'm, okay, here we go. I'm going to unfollow him on Twitter right now. <laughs> hey, Tyler, heard you were talking shit about everything will be all right in the end. Um, so this song, though, you know, I think I, I think for this is, you know, it's somebody who wants to, you know, just wants to have a good time with his honey. Want to get some of that love. Or his sugar. Or sugar. That that works better. But honey is more a universally accepted term for a person. Why? I don't know. I didn't make the rules, Condra. You just saying it, though, like, really hit me. I was like, why? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Now, now sugar is, like, the one of the two things, lyrically, that kind of stood out to me. The the other if if you have a further take on that, I'd, I'd love to hear it. But let me also put in real quick though too. It's it's also the thing that, you know, seems odd and it's it's just the re- repetition, you know, at the beginning oh. of these verses. That it seems, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you didn't want to you don't want to invest more time in coming up with different lyrics. Okay, boomer. What about uh let's talk about <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Eggman and Walrus. What's going on here? Goo-goo-goo-choo. What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah. I'll insult the Beatles. I'm not scared. So, I wonder <laughs> if... But I, I see what you're saying. I understand <laughs> yeah. what you're saying here. Okay. Um, you. I, I think it's it, it's intentional, you know, I think. It's it's definitely, a, you know, a, a creative choice. You know, repetition and poetry. Harkening back to when we talk about how Rivers is Emily Dickinson. What were you going to say, Gondra? Sorry. Um, I was just thinking, like, traditional 1950s, like, rock and roll, even if you want to go, like, Buddy Holly, mm-hmm. Chuck Berry, those kind of things. They've got those, like, couple phrases they keep going back to and they appear in every song. And, like, mm-hmm. they're bops. They're nothing spectacular, but, like, other than their quintessential rock and roll, but they're they're absolute bops still. And I think repetition does help, like, create that jaunty kind of, like, rock and roll air to it and knockdown drag out had repetition but in a not so good way like it was mm-hmm. fine but it wasn't like i don't think it it helped the song but i think that was solely what it relied on where this song has other things going on for it where the repetition doesn't elevate it in the same way that knockdown drag out did if that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah it's, it's just that it's just just it's just that it's immediate repetition you know, I, I understand. You know, I, I th- I've never understood too many people w- when people have, you know, criticized certain songs, you know, for some repetition. But it's, but it's, you know, it's this kind where it's just just immediate, right, right upon, right on top mm-hmm. of each other. Okay, all right, hold on, guys. <laughs> I just had an epiphany. This song isn't about having good times with your honey, sugar. It's about a record company. He's writing to... The song is about him and Geffen. It absolutely is. It absolutely mm-hmm. is. Okay. Sure. So, he he's like, give me some love. Like, look, I wrote this, and I want you to know that I like it. Um, So, okay, okay, here we go. So, the first... It alternates. So 
the first line he's talking he's talking to them like hey give me some love we you know we want that and then uh then he says give me some i want you to know then it's the same thing but he's like no 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 that's the wrong way to go that's him talking about pinkerton that's the record executives talking about pinkerton uh and then the second verse it's uh the the open your arms and come right back to me like let's let's go back to the roots let's go back to the basics um and then rivers then after that he's like no no give me some love with this because that's the wrong way to be he wants to be writing more personal lyrical things uh and then here he's saying the the chorus um simple pages on my mind that's him writing the green album because it's just basic Did you all read? I don't. I don't know how true this was and stuff, but I was seeing things I don't about read. the Green Album. Uh, that it was that intentionally non-personal lyrics, mm-hmm. and that's why, yep. like, I feel like a lot of these songs are like, oh, distilled basic Weezer songs. Mm-hmm. And I think pulling in some of that to it might have given Rivers too much to work with, like. He right. could have gone in a very different route if he had actually had a story in mind. Exactly. Uh, and that's why this song is so good, because he does have a story in mind. Saying, like, this is this is my experience writing the Green Album. So he, he, he wants to kick it on back to what you know. That's the record company talking to him. Go back to Blue. And then we'll give you some love on the Hard Rock Radio. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing when they play tunes play riffs with a hard rock beat uh, and then from the top with the old school meet so he's again like look man just go back to your basics Um, give me something I can believe oh baby (laughs) am I wrong doesn't this seem like it fits perfectly fine I'm very cool with that no I I'm into it. Well, you guys aren't giving me the reaction I thought you would, and I'm very upset about it, because I'm very proud of myself, damn it. I'm a millennial. I thrive on uh, people telling me I'm good at what I do. So, uh, what what else? What do you get? What else do you guys have? I'm done. I'm spent. I'm just processing your thought. Like, no, I could definitely, like, see that, and I even... It, like, reminds me of other people writing angrily about their record companies and whatnot and how they can kind of disguise it. But I think it also is just, it would be interesting, too, if it's about a relationship, too. Like, reading it in a not-business transaction kind of way. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's the subterfuge. That's the Phantom Menace. Oh, no. <laughs> that's what it is. He's, uh... The, the 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 top part the the surface layer is like yeah we're gonna we're gonna get him a car we're gonna play some tunes and we're gonna you know do some love stuff blah 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 but like underneath you've got Sheev and he's like oh yes take that record company <laughs> it's perfect 
it works on both levels. It does. It absolutely does. Absolutely. You know what? This is uh, Emily Dickinson Rivers right here. So, okay. Uh, T.S. Eliot. How about that? We'll go. <laughs> okay, I'll go there. Do you know who that is? I'll give you he that wrote. One. Uh, he he was the inspiration for the movie Cats. Uh, Eric. Yeah, he wrote a the the, the the musical Cats is based on uh, a book okay, of his poetry. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's one of my favorite fun facts that right, a lot right, of people yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah, so I that out there. Now you all know all 13 mm. people who downloaded this episode. Um, I... Congratulations. Drop some drop some knowledge when you go see Cats in theaters. Hey, did you guys know that this song is actually based on a T.S. Eliot poem? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> what else you guys got? Got anything else? Uh, I think that's it for me. Yeah, I mean, talk about my thoughts. Okay. So, uh, who covered this song, Eric? There are no covers. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> and so, so, <laughs> is it, is it the, not, you know, songs that at least, at least in the, in the general public, or, or not the general public, but the, the rock milieu, mm-hmm. <laughs> they aren't. They aren't into covering the song because it's not as good of a song as Knockdown Drag Out. <laughs> it didn't make it on Vitamin String Quartet. Thanks for coming on the show, Eric. Um, <laughs> Conjure, you're my new uh, co-host. Okay. So you still have to Photoshop all of our covers, though, Eric. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think that is. I think it's because this song is on a no playlist because uh, oh. of... You know, they they wised up. These record companies wised up, and they're like, "You play this song, you're blackballed." <laughs> that's that's my theory. So, are we ready for our rankings well, then? I I I think so. All right, Con- want- Condra, what yeah. what would you rank this song, "Simple Pages"? Hmm. I think I'm gonna go eight point seven five. Ooh, look at you. That's a good, that's a solid, that's a solid number, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's a bop. I do enjoy this song. Like, it's good. It's not best Weezer, but it's Mm -hmm. good. Eric, what do you think? It's good, and I think I'll give it a 7.5. 7.5, okay. Are you guys ready for this? (laughs) I'm giving this... so nervous. Now, with, with my... With my new view on what the song is actually about, mm-hmm. the deep-rooted hatred towards the record companies for making them sell out to the man, 10 out of 10. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I told myself, I'm like, there's no 10 out of 10 on this album. Oh, au contraire, mon frere. Simple pages, if only, because then we really get to, to stick it to the man. Right. Well, well, yeah. at this at this point, at least in in recording, we're only there's only one other song that's higher than this average between, <laughs> and that's the two slash three of us <laughs> sometimes with guests. Island in the Island sun. in the Sun, which is just a great tune. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, well, as as you all know, this is being released on January thirty first. So this is the last uh, last song for the year. 
You, do you mean December 31st? What did I say? <laughs> January. Yep, December 31st, last song of the year. Uh, I don't know what month it is, so uh, I just want to say... <laughs> time is a flat circle, okay? <laughs> All right. Time is a construct. <laughs> Look, don't let the man tell you what time it is. Uh Anyway, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you all so much uh, for joining us on this fun ride that we've had, um, you know, covering covering uh, Weezer songs and just doing just doing just having fun, you know, just doing Weezer stuff, just wheezing, you know, um, thank you to Pantheon uh, for picking us up and for, you know, taking a chance on us. And, you know, I hope that we have proven that we're we kind of know what we're talking about or at least we're entertaining when we do it uh and i want to i want to thank you Kondra, for being on the show today thank you for having me it was a great year and for guesting here it you know it has been we've got we've had some pretty great guests i'd say the boudreaux family has been uh is the best though uh so far so i'm just saying thank you um, so uh where can we find you online Kondra? you can find uh, our podcast, my brother and I's podcasts on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds, and then we are on all of the podcatchers for Fantastic Mr. Fox Minute, mm-hmm. our hiatus project, The Evil Podcast of Evil, which explores Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, and our future project, Wildcat Minute. What team? Wildcats. What team? Wildcats. Thank you. Never gets old. Never. Um, Eric, what about you? Where can we find you? Uh, yeah, I think, like I said at the beginning of the minute, I think I, I think I said, watch my minute at the beginning of this time. Um, Almost Famous Minute also uh, are my two minute shows, but uh, Watch Men Minute, we are back right now, or have been back uh, through uh, earlier in December. I think it ended uh, the uh, HBO series. First, first season, who knows if it's coming back. Maybe you know by now. Um. <laughs> But that's that's, that, that's easily findable at uh, just by googling Watchmen Minute to find all of our Twitter and Facebook and what have you. Uh, Almost Famous Men is uh, our Twitter's at Almost Famous Men as well as the Instagram, and find us on Facebook as well. The we have the good old uh, Band Aids Listener Society there where we discuss as I'm going through that movie, discuss uh, what comes up each each and every minute on on a weekly basis now. Oh, how nice is that? Because let <laughs> me tell nice. you, as uh, you know too, <laughs> editing uh, a podcast weekly as opposed mm-hmm. to twice weekly. Oh boy, I feel like I have all this free time in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and Almost Famous Minute is part of the Pantheon Podcast Network as well. Yeah, so check us out there, pantheonpodcasts dot com. Uh, that and also some great rock and roll podcasts. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Informal Log. You can find feels like weezer at feels like weezer on the twitter as well on the facebook you can find us at feels like weezer and then you can send us an email at feels like weezer at gmail.com um and that's all so again happy new year everybody thank you so much for listening and uh we'll we'll catch you next year bye bye Old Lang Syne, my dear. For Old Lang Syne. 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 